And uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Andre Lefebvre. I am an uh, independent citizen journalist, extreme libertarian. I practice something that is highly illegal nowadays in the United States, which is the First Amendment. I mouth off on things political, things cultural, things uh, interesting. Uh, it is uh, 5.22 in the p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am 12 miles east of downtown Los Angeles in California, obviously, and it is Wednesday of February 13, 2019, and we live this long, and it still looks like a Western civilization is kicking. Not for many, many, many uh, people trying to destroy it. With sadness, I have to bring you some news that are not very good for the freedom-loving people like us. Uh, it appears to be that uh, our president, Donald Trump, is just about to betray us on MAGA, uh, betray us on the MAGA promises that he gave us. It doesn't look like he's going to honor his uh, promise to build the wall, 10 feet tall or more, a beautiful wall from sea to shining sea. That is not happening, ladies and gentlemen. And as he is ready to sign that awful deal, and I'll go over it uh, uh, in detail uh, uh, in, uh, in, in this live stream, in this uh, podcast, a corrupt Obama-appointed judge just voided Paul Manafort's uh, plea deal. It looks like uh, Paul Manafort is just about to be sent to prison for life. He's not a young man. Um, now, um, I am... Uh, Paul Manafort is a swamp creature, but he's our swamp creature. And he is uh, the man who was instrumental in getting President Trump elected. I uh, really, uh, I think, within the next few days, uh, I will call... Um, the White House, and I urge you to call the White House and urge President Trump to pardon him. Uh, Paul Manafort, regardless of what banking shenanigans he did 20 years ago or 10 years ago, whenever, uh, does not deserve to die in prison. As far as I have uh, seen, unless there's something I don't know, hasn't killed anybody, hasn't molested any children, and hasn't done any violence to anybody, and sending somebody uh, to prison for life just because they're refusing to lie about a sitting president is unconscionable. Now, uh, I found this uh, story on um, uh, on Gateway Pundit, and uh, let's see, here we go. Uh, it is uh, from a couple hours ago. The headline is Breaking Corrupt Obama Appointed Judge Rules Paul Manafort intentionally lied to FBI and Mueller voids plea deal. Uh, the Washington Times reported Manafort lied about uh, his own uh, uh, payments, about his interactions with uh, uh, Konstantin Klimnik, uh, and about what judge referred to as another DOJ investigation. But Mr. Mueller doesn't prove he, uh, he lied about his contacts with the administration, she ruled. Uh, the Office of Special Counsel is no longer bound by its obligation under the plea deal, including its promise to reduce the offense level in the calculations of the U.S. sentencing guidelines for acceptance of responsibility. Judge uh, Amy 
Berman Jackson wrote in order issued Wednesday. Paul Manafort is cur uh, uh, currently in solitary confinement for a myriad of uh, tax and finance crimes that Mueller decided to dig up as a revenge against political opponents. Amy Berman Jackson ruling Wednesday means Manafort could face more prison time when he is sentenced in March. Manafort's lawyers denied their client lied in prior ruling. President Trump should pardon every American caught up in Mueller investigation and put uh, put an end on the rogue special counsel. I, I so agree. Um, like uh, all of us freedom-loving people, I'm going to follow uh, I'm going to follow this story, and uh, I think we need to urge President Trump to uh, uh, to pardon him, uh, to pardon Paul uh, Paul Manafort. Um, it doesn't look good for uh, it doesn't look good for the border wall. Uh, we are having an uncontrolled, massive, uncontrolled illegal invasion. And apparently, uh, our president uh, Donald Trump is uh, ready to uh, sign that awful deal. I can't even call it a deal; it's not a deal. Uh, a cave-in to the Democrats, the open border Democrats, in uh, uh, in Congress, which doesn't give them hardly any money to build uh, a wall, uh, reduces the number of uh, beds that are allocated for the. Um, for the real criminals who came here illegally, and I'm going to go through the numbers in a little bit. And um, generally speaking, doesn't do anything to protect us, the middle class, from being invaded by the illegals who are already made uh, uh, Democrat voters. Uh, why am I so pessimistic? Is because I'm looking at Donald Trump's Twitter feed. And he's proudly uh, showcasing Fox News poll that shows that the budget deal that includes money for uh, uh, border security and uh, humanitarian aid somehow, somehow Fox News finagled it at 66% for and opposed 21. I wasn't polled, and I know you ladies and gents have not been polled either. Here is a uh, here is a story uh, by Jonah Goldberg. His opinion from earlier this morning. Uh, the uh, the headline is Trump can't spin the border agreement as a, uh, a political win. Uh, let's see. President Trump is likely to sign the congressional border agreement that falls far short of the wall funding he previously demanded. And it will be pretty difficult for him to spin this as a victory, National Review senior editor Jonah Goldberg argued Tuesday. The argument reached by uh, the agreement reached by a partisan committee includes 1.375 billion for physical barriers, 55 miles of fencing, no cap on immigration, no, no cap on immigrants detained in the US, more resources to uh, immigration programs and a path to reduce immigration uh, to reduce immigration custom uh, uh, enforcement the detention beds uh, Trump told reporters he wasn't happy with what was uh, presented to him just days before Friday's deadline and would have uh, triggered another government shutdown 
On Tuesday, special report, all-star panel, Goldberg, along with federal senior editor Molly Hemingway and national uh, journal politics editor uh, Josh Kauzar weighed in on the political pros and cons of the president regarding the deal made, uh, made by Congress. So even uh, the neocons, uh, even the establishment um, rhinos, uh, are not that happy with it, even though I'm sure secretly they are gleeful uh, that our side has lost, thanks to uh, President Trump not wanting to fight for the border wall. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, it is obvious why the hard left uh, wants to flood us, the American citizens, with the uh, with the illegals from the south, it is all a power play. It is all about the uh, it is all about the votes. Let me uh, let's talk about the uh, before we get there. Let's talk about the beds issue. Uh, there, uh, the the uh, establishment, the hard left, and the rhinos want to limit ICE from detaining illegals who committed serious felonies on top of a felony of crossing into our country illegally. Now, um, on the average, on average, last year. ICE have detained 44,631 uh, uh, criminals who came here illegally. The uh, rhinos and the hard left Nazis in Congress wants to reduce that number to 35,520, which means that every day ICE will have to release uh, 9,000, a little bit more than 9,000 hardened criminals which boils down to roughly 109,000 uh, hardened criminals released into the interior of the country to prey on us, the American citizens. Uh, the question is why? The answer is, is easy, because uh, Democrats are looking at them as a Democrat voters. Uh, here is a story from Bloomberg. Uh, why detention bans complicate the U.S. border de the debate, and that story is from two days ago, but it is still relevant. Um, let me read you a few paragraphs. First came the wall, then U.S. leaders trying to avert another government shutdown got hung up on beds. An issue uh, was how many people can be detained by immigration and custom enforce uh, enforcement, the agency in charge uh, of uh, carrying out President Donald Trump's crackdown on undocumented immigrants. A late deal by lawmakers may have breached the impasse, reducing the risk that funding for some federal departments, including the Department of Homeland Security, which oversees ICE, would be once again left. What are detention beds? Uh, it is a shorthand for the capacity of the various facilities in which the U.S. government detains non-citizens facing matters in immigration court. In recent years, the average daily detention populations have exceeded the number of funded beds at cost of 160 per night, 
for each person in ICE custody, which is higher than the cost to care for the regular prison population. How many beds are there? There are currently uh, 40,520 ICE immigration detention beds funded by Congress. That's up from 21,100 in 2002 and 34,000 beds in 2016, according to Congressional Research Service. But the number of detainees of uh, any given day can be much higher uh, than, uh, uh, than that. 49,057 on February 6th, for instance, according to the Washington Post, which cited statistics released by senior, by Senator Jeff uh, Merkley uh, in uh, Oregon Democrat. The average daily detention population hit a record high in 2018, 44,631 people a day, according to the Daily Beast. Lawmakers and immigration activists have criticized ICE for redirecting money from other services to fund the uptick in detention. Uh, remember, this is Bloomberg. Uh, this is the enemy uh, story that I'm reading. Uh, three, what is the disagreement? The number of beds have come through the uh, multi-month fight over spending on Homeland Security uh, as one of the final sticking points so most other issues were close to being finalized. Not true, actually. We're getting no wall. Uh, the White House has sought to increase uh, the number of beds, uh, 52,000, while Democrats were pushing for decrease to 35,520 uh, for the rest of the fiscal year, which is uh, 1,250 of the total designated for family detention, purchased, uh, uh, phased out by next year. Under a tentative deal reached by Congress negotiations, the average daily cap would be 45,000. 274 beds, including 2,500 for families, but Trump would retain authority to expand the number of beds by transferring money from other uh, security accounts. Um, I understand why Democrat Nazis want to do this, because every, every illegal in the interior, not in prison, is going to be illegally voted in the elections. Why? The question to me is uh, why uh, Why does President Trump agrees with this bullshit? Every illegal release into the interior will be voting against them. It's against his interest. And you know what? There shouldn't be a cap on the number of beds. There, uh, there should be uh, funding for every illegal that is caught crossing the border so we can humanely house them and then send them back. And if he commits crimes against U.S. citizens, uh, he should be punished harsher than U.S. citizens because he shouldn't be here to begin with. That's, uh, uh, that's my two cents. Um, wanna say a few things about the language that Donald Trump and uh, has adopted from the swamp creatures uh, in Washington, D.C. Why are we not hearing build the wall anymore? Why all of a sudden we're talking about border security? Now, on the screen, if you are watching me on, uh, on a live stream, on the periscope, you see a, uh, what border security looks like. 
it's a dilapidated barbed wire fence that doesn't take a lot to cross. This is the actual yes border in parts of California and Arizona. That's what it looks like. Now, uh, let me show you what a real wall uh, looks like. This wall it actually exists on the Mexican border, but not on the border with the United States. Mexicans built it on their southern border uh, with Guatemala. Let's let's look at the differences. This is, uh, in case you listen to me on my podcast, this looks like a 15-foot uh, wall, at least, made out of solid concrete with a watchtower. It looks like a regular maximum security prison wall. This what Mexican. That's how Mexicans treat their own southern border because they don't want illegal immigration from Guatemala. Let's go back to what our wall looks like, and it is just a couple of posts with dilapidated uh, barbed wire. Moving on, uh, I have found an interesting story. Let me bring it up that shows uh, that at present, and the story is, uh, let me just bring this up, it uh, appears to be there are at least two million illegal uh, immigrants illegally registered to vote in the United States. Um, actually, I think the actual number is more. I suspect it's probably only in California we have two million. But at least somebody took the time to do uh, some real research. This is uh, from uh, U.S. Defense Watch. And uh, let me bring that story up. Let's see here. Here we go. Um, the headline, up to 2 million non-citizens illegally registered to vote in the U.S. Uh a survey of Hispanics in the U.S. revealed that many as 2 million non-citizens uh, are legally registered to vote, reinforcing claims by President Donald Trump that millions of illegal voters were cast uh, in the 2016 elections. Uh, the National Hispanics Survey was uh, designed to measure the opinion of Hispanic U.S. residents on a range of political issues. The survey was conducted in June 2013 by survey research uh, firm McLaughlin and Associates. The poll used a random sample of 800 Hispanics uh, of those selected, 56% they were non-citizens, and 13% of uh, those non-citizens said they were registered to vote. Uh, to vote. Uh, again, uh, Six, 13 percent of non-citizens said, responded to the survey, that they were registered to vote. Uh, the actual number is probably much higher. Uh, those categorized as non-citizens would likely be a mix of illegal aliens, visa holders, and permanent residents. The poll did not ask whether they actually voted or not. Um, the Washington Times reports uh, you know, I'm not going to read this, but look it up uh, on the uh, uh, on the defensewatch.com. Uh, this uh, this story is actually about a year and a half old. It posted in February 19, 2017. 
So probably that uh, two million number is uh, far higher, uh, far far higher by uh, by now. Um, let's see. Switching gears a little bit, uh, I was very surprised this afternoon to find uh, that um, to find out that. Uh, Two Republicans have embraced an Ayn Rand-like libertarian ideas. Uh, Senator Michael Braun of uh, Republic of Indiana and Senator Rick Scott, Republican of Florida, have introduced a measure uh, that would strip Congress members from uh, their welfare privileges. Uh, they will not be able to collect the taxpayer pensions when, uh, when when they're done. Um, this is a story I found on the Hill, and this is a story from uh, from yesterday. Uh, headline, GOP senators introduce bill to end pensions uh, for retiring lawmakers. Uh, Republican Senators Rick Scott uh, and Mike Brown Introduced a bill on Tuesday. Let me close this. Introduced a bill on Tuesday. For some reason, it doesn't want to close. Here we go. Uh, Sorry, folks. Uh, introduced a bill on Tuesday to to end the taxpayer funded pensions for members of Congress. Um, when Congress, uh, uh, when Congress fails to do their job and created the longest government shutdown in history, hardworking Americans were forced to go without pay while members of Congress were still collecting paychecks. That's wrong and exactly why I'm fighting to reform Washington, uh, Scott said in his statement. Uh, Americans should not have to uh, foot the bill for uh, generous salaries and pensions for members of Congress, and I'm proud to be working on common sense solution to make Washington work for families across the nation. Uh, my personal feeling on the subject is that uh, our elected officials should not be paid at all. Uh, that um, unless you can earn enough money to support yourself, uh, as a lawmaker, you got no business running for office. Uh, our uh, elected officials, the original intent for them to be part-timers and to meet, I think it was for a month, and then go back about their business. They were supposed, to, they, were, they were not supposed to be professional politicians. They were supposed to be citizen lawmakers. And we need to go back to that. I seriously doubt that this law will pass, but at least um, we have two high-profile people uh, that introduced it. And I'd like to know who is going to vote against it and who is going to vote for it. It would be very interesting. Uh, the next story is about my favorite little bitch, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. This little bitch once again is complaining uh, that uh, productive people are leaving his state, that hellhole known as New York 
state that taxes you on everything, and after they're done taxing, they tax you some more, just like my own home state, California, does. And this little bitch, Governor Andrew Cuomo, has audacity to complain about the fact that people don't want to, the productive people, don't want to, uh, don't want to stay there, that they're voting with their feet. Uh, this is a story from uh, uh, abcnews.go.com, New York uh, headline, New York Governor Cuomo to urge Trump to rethink tax changes. Um, not gonna even going to read this uh, MFR, but uh, somehow this little bitch is blaming his own policies on productive people leaving his state. Somehow he wants to blame Trump for that. Uh, I know there's some convoluted logic because of the tax uh, uh, break now. Uh, New Yorkers cannot um, write off uh, their uh, their federal tax of their state income tax. Hey, little bitch, why don't you abolish income tax in New York? That would that would help a lot. That would help a lot. Um, let's um, before we go, uh, let's go and see what the news of the uh, what Washington. Um, what Washington media thinks are the news of the day. Uh, let's go. Let's go up here. I'm on Drudge Report. They are leading with uh, Judge Liar, Liar, Liar. So uh, they're leading with Paul Manafort's story. Uh, Washington, uh, uh, New York Times. Let's see what New York Times is uh, leading with. And it always, okay. Uh, they're leading with a year after school shooting that was supposed to change everything. And we're talking about, they are uh, complaining. Well, they just changed, but they were complaining about that that, um, uh, that black flag operation at the Parkland School did not produce, did not produce abolition of the Second Amendment. But now they're just... Uh, Discovered that Manafort, uh, uh, the, the judge ruled that Manafort lied. So their their headline is, Manafort lied to prosecutors in Russia inquiry. Judge rules. Actually, it's factually wrong, but uh, who cares? This uh, those are the marching orders uh, to the hordes of brainless intellectuals uh, on the East Coast and uh, West Coast. Uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, Washington Post. Let's see what they think is the news. They're also leading with um, uh, with the Manafort, and this is a rare occasion where I personally agree that this is the most interesting story of the day. Now um, I am on my own website right now, WildNews.us. Uh, I um, I'm, a, I'm a true citizen uh, journalist. I don't get paid for this. Um, I've just taken a little bit of time this morning to call uh, the White House and uh, express my dis dissatisfaction that the president is not building the wall. And now, before I'm going home, I'm taking an hour to um, to do this uh, uh, podcast, this Periscope. Uh, what I am uh, looking for, if uh, somebody who would be interested in coming. Uh, with me on my podcast and uh, my uh, uh, 
of my live stream so we can discuss the news of the day. Uh, this person doesn't have to agree with me 100% or at all, but they, they have to be uh, professionally uh, well-spoken and knowledgeable about the current events and uh, history so we can have an interesting conversation. Uh, please get in touch with me if you're at all interested. Go to wildnews.us, just click on Contact Info tab. It has all my contact information, my phone number, and my email address. My suggestion is, unless you know me personally, do not call me. I may not answer, thinking that's a, uh, that's a spam call. But uh, just email me. My email is wildnews, uh, wildnews at uh, protonmail.com. Uh, Ladies and gents, uh, I appreciate you joining me on uh, this uh, evening uh, Periscope uh, podcast. A lot more than I can ever express in words. Uh, thank you very much, ladies and gents. It's time for me to finish up at work and then so I can go home sometime. I'm sure my wife will be calling me uh, in about an hour asking me when I am coming home as she usually does. Again, thank you. Thank you for joining me on uh, my podcast and on my Periscope, my live stream. And God bless you, my friends. God bless you.